When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the tiny stage portion of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, and every Tuesday we introduce you to incredible independent bands and musicians from right here on the South Shore into Boston and all across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. So tonight we are giving a preview of a double bill happening at the Spire Center in Plymouth this coming Friday night, featuring two legendary New England musicians, Susan Catano. Singer-songwriter will be joining us at 9.30 tonight, but right now we have the amazing Chuck McDermott. Chuck, good evening. How are you? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me back. My pleasure. Thanks for coming back. So for those who might not be familiar with you, tell us, who is Chuck McDermott? Uh, I am a almost-out-of-work journeyman musician. Um, now, I've been playing music around New England for 40-some years, um, I'm a singer-songwriter. I had a band in the 70s called Wheatstraw, which some people still remember. Uh, then I migrated out to California. I had another band out there, and I worked with the great singer-songwriter John Stewart for a number of years. And uh, then I, I, I raised a family. I took a little break from playing full-time. That lasted only about 35 years, and so now I'm back to doing this as a full-time pursuit. Fantastic. And there's a new album, or a relatively new album, called Gin and Rosewater, which right. is actually your debut, isn't it? Uh, well, the the first record in 34 years. <laughs> That's incredible. Tell us about that album. Well, it, it uh, I, I worked on and off on it for about a year. I worked with a producer, Lauren Entress, uh, who's from New England, who's produced Laurie McKenna and Mark Arelli and a lot of great Americana-type singer-songwriters, and we worked with a fabulous batch of, of musicians, uh, Kevin Berry and Duke Levine and Lyle Brewer on guitars, Mark Arelli, a uh, fabulous rhythm section with Marco Giovino on drums, Richard Gates on bass, and uh, my old buddy Stephen Stills played on a song on it. So we tried to get uh, good people together and put them in a good environment and make a good record. Fantastic. I want to hear more about that, but can we hear a song before we go too much further? Sure. Let's do it. I'm going to play a new one. All right. We have Chuck McDermott. What are we going to hear first tonight? This is called The Whiskey Priest. All right. You're listening to 95.9 WATD, Almost Famous Chuck. It's all yours. Here you go. Nothing really bothered me Happiness came easily I was born a heartland child Bred to run a country mile family tree Roots run strong Where I belong I grew to have a handy heart A flippant way to throw love's dart I could promise high 
ground Just to be the love not found I'd be the one Then I'd run Leaving me The casualty House of cards is overblown When you realize all you own Is last night and your telephone I was like a sodden match You became my sulfur's crash I'd become the whiskey priest You became my soul's release We both healed Through a slow reveal Heaven knows Where those wild things go I will always love you I am here to love you Wrap my arms around you I will always love you Chuck McDermott on the tiny stage tonight, part of our double feature this evening here on 95.9 WATD. That was really cool. Nice job on that one, man. Thank you. Tell us about that song. How was that song written? Um, well, the, 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 the phrase, the whiskey priest, um, is someone know, there's, there's an Irish bar in South Boston called the whiskey priest and the name is emblazoned large on top of the building. And, um, I try to keep an eye out for interesting word combinations and phrases. And sometimes you put two words together and one plus one equals more than two. And uh, I felt that about the phrase whiskey priest. So I had kind of tucked that away. And um, and then I, I, I started working on the body of this song. And uh, it's kind of finding redemption through real love, finally, <laughs> in life. Uh, and uh, so that, that the phrase seemed to fit, to fit the char- the male character in the song. So um, the, the jigsaw puzzle came together. Speaking of love, I've, I heard through the grapevine you recently returned from your honeymoon. So congratulations. Yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, my bride, Anna, and I got married on uh, New Year's Eve. And uh, took off for a little while shortly thereafter. So I'm a, I'm a lucky and happy man, John. Fantastic. That is the voice of Chuck McDermott, uh, the album Gin and Rosewater, your first album after 34 years. What did you learn during that break that maybe helped you put together this new cl- uh, compilation of songs? Well, you know, um, 
it, it really was an exercise in what is the answer to that question. In other words, through that 34-year period, I never stopped writing songs. I didn't write as many in a month or a six-month period as I did when it was my job to write songs all the time. But uh, I never stopped doing it, and I never stopped gigging a little bit. But I did a lot of living. And so by the time I turned back a year and a half ago or so to really resurrecting my own songwriting and maybe commit that to recording, I felt I just had a lot more to talk about. Uh, you know, I, I raised three children. I'd been through a, a divorce. I've lost my parents. I've had different kinds of jobs. I've been to different parts of the world. <clears throat> and um, so I, I, I was able to write about certain things I never could have written about when I was in my 20s in, in, in a country rock band. Fantastic. So the uh, new album, Gin and Rosewater, where is that available, Chuck? Um, it's available on my website, which is chuckmcdermott.com. Um, but also you can download it from um, the iTunes store or Amazon. You can stream it on Spotify. Uh, it's, it's, it's on SoundCloud. So you, you can get to it if you're interested. Physical copy through my website. So a question that I'm, I'm interested in, and um, you're somebody who has been, I follow you on social media, and you've embraced the digital format better than a lot of the younger musicians playing the scene today. And I'm curious to know, what are your thoughts on, on Spotify and iTunes and Pandora compared to the days when you had to go to a show and buy, a, buy the vinyl album, buy a cassette? By a CD. Well, it is a totally different world. I mean, that aspect of it, coming back into the music business 34 years later, is like being Rip Van Winkle in that uh, Spotify and the things that preceded it, like Napster and everything, have totally changed the economics of the music industry for everybody, even, you know, the the, the bigger stars and things like that. But... Uh, uh, so, you know, the downsides of it is, is for, for artists is the music's free to the consumer, basically. But the upside is you, you do have access to a global audience. Then the flip side to that is you've got to bust through the noise of the millions of other artists who are putting their music out there and trying to get to those same listeners. So um, I, I, I take it as is a given. I mean, I've learned a lot in the last year about it. You can't, you can't ignore it and expect to build an audience. Um, if you want to participate in it, it is an insatiable beast that you have to feed almost constantly. Do you find that your audience from 34 years ago have followed you through the digital transition or is the audience that is, that's listening to you digitally, is that a whole new audience for you? It's, it's some of both. I remain immensely grateful and and in a way surprised by how many um, Wheatstraw fans are still out there. Um, I was just at the Folk Alliance conference in Kansas City for the last for five days last week, and I ran into a whole bunch of people who said, oh, yeah, Wheatstraw, gosh, I remember that. You know, I went to see Jonathan Edwards the other night. Oh, God, I loved Wheatstraw. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I didn't think, you know, anyone still remembered it. Um, but uh, so that's that's wonderful. Also, the years I spent recording and performing and touring with John Stewart um, uh, it made me a beneficiary of a lot of the the very very devoted fans that he developed over a career in in music. Um, so that's been helpful, and we have picked up some people. 
you know, I've got several thousand Facebook followers and I've got about 2,000 uh, Instagram followers now, and I, I've never met most of them, but, um, and you know, I'm over a hundred thousand streams on Spotify, so I, I can't, ex- I can't complain, but that's incredible. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. But, uh, it's, uh, my, my wife helps me with it and a couple other people chip in, but it, it is a lot of work to try to stay in front of, of people and expand the audience of, of folks who are familiar with your music. That's incredible. That is the voice of Chuck McDermott. I know we're limited on time. Um, We've got a big show at the Spire coming up with you and Susan Catano. That's this Friday, March 2nd. Susan will be here around 9.30 p.m. to share some stories and songs with you during our double feature tonight. And we'll give you more information on that Spire show happening in Plymouth in just a few moments. But, Chuck, before then, can we hear another song? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to do another new one for you, John, if that's cool. I love it. Let's hear it. Chuck McDermott on 95.9 WATD. What's this one called? 38 Degrees and Raining. Thirty-eight degrees and raining from an angry sky. Thirty-eight degrees and raining, and I cannot deny that it wearies my soul. Wearies my soul. Thirty-eight degrees and raining, and my heart has turned blue. Thirty-eight degrees and raining, and I worry about you. I can hear you cry, cry, cry. I can hear you cry. I don't mind the driving snow, the hot summer day over Ohio. Lightning strikes on the banks of the Pontchartrain. train. Something about the cold, cold rain Turns my strong in a week again Leaves me strapped like a ball to a chain alone Thirty-eight degrees and rain And you can smell how it feels All good liars borrow But the great ones steal See the great ones wrong them roll But there's a line It's plain to me Between liberty and a felony Every man's gotta walk that line alone And where's the power of honesty When it's been robbed of its dignity Call the children Have them come back home Be on a chair and shouting like an auctioneer If 
If I thought any man or deity could actually hear Hear me more Hear me more But I'll walk out, I'll face the sky I'll curse the clouds as they thunder by They can dim the fire of this family home One day soon the skies will part The light will warm every weary heart Call the children, have them come back home Thirty degrees and raining Thirty-eight degrees and raining Chuck McDermott on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that one, too, man. Thank you. So both you and Susan are teaming up for a show at the Spire Center in Plymouth. That's happening this Friday night, March 2nd. Give us the details, Chuck. I'm really looking forward to it. The Spire Center for the Performing Arts is a beautiful venue. Great sound system, great lights. Um, everything about it is great for the performer and the, and the audience member. And I'm especially excited to to share the stage with Susan. She is just a cut above as a singer and a songwriter. Um, she teaches songwriting at Berkeley. She is an award-winning uh, Americana songwriter. She's a sweet, delightful, funny, bright woman. And um, uh, we're each going to be doing our own sets with our own bands, but I, uh, she's going to sing with me and my band, and I'm going to sing with her and her band. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. Fantastic. So it is a full band show. Yes, absolutely. Two full bands. Two full bands. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. So what are the details? What time is the uh, the doors opening? What time yeah. uh, does the show begin? It begins at 8 p.m. and uh, it'll probably go till about 10.30 or so. But um, I, I encourage people to come down. It's a great venue. Um, it's easy to get to. And uh, it, it's, I believe it's going to be a good good show. So I want to ask this question because I know we're running out of time. We've got to make room for Susan Catania to come in here and talk about her part of the show. But somebody that I've met somewhat recently has started um, a movement, which she calls Let the Music Set You Free. And her mission is to use music to help people break free from things that have held them back in life. And I'm curious to know, um, has music done that for you and how? Yeah, I mean, I, I relate to that on a number of levels. Um, I would say for myself, I am probably more outwardly passionate and emotive through my music than I am through my general demeanor otherwise. Um, it's given me an outlet to try to work through uh, things I'm trying to figure out, things I care about. It, and my guitar has been my best friend since I was nine years old. I mean... If, if something had me down in my life as a teenager, I'd go down to the basement and pull out the guitar. If I came back from hearing a concert and just really let her in the loving spoonful and just loving it, I pulled out a guitar and I played for the next three hours. Um, a lot of my, my restless two years in college, <laughs> um, I spent in my room with my guitar. And uh, so I can't imagine what my life would have been without having 
music in it. And I love the team sport aspect of playing with other musicians and being in a band and things like that. There's a camaraderie that comes from a good combination of players that uh, it, you probably find it in sports sometimes and some other things, but that's where I found it. Fantastic. We have time for one last song, Chuck. Before we do that, though, uh, give the Spire Show another plug and give your CD, Gin and Rosewater, okay. another plug, Great. too. Great. Thank you. We hope to see every listener tuned into this show tonight to be at the Spire Friday, March 2nd, the Spire Center for the Performing Arts in downtown Plymouth. Tell them Chuck sent you. T- tell them Chuck sent you, and Susan will give you a hug. So you got that going. And then... Uh, my CD, Gin and Rosewater, is available at chuckmcdermott.com or on iTunes or Amazon if you want to download it or Spotify if you want to stream it. And why don't I do the title cut from that Gin and Rosewater? Fantastic. Okay. We have Susan Catano coming up next here on the Tiny Stage. You've got Chuck McDermott right now. And uh, Chuck, let's hear the song. The okay, thank you, John. Of Appreciate course. It. Have a great night. Get home safely. You got it. I drank the wine slowly I watched the sun going down I learned to live lonely I was more lost than I was found Till one wanted Juliet Gave herself Said, come meet Jen in Rosewater. Come set the fair haired daughter down. I took her first offer. I laid my coat upon the ground and I set her down. of leather brown I see your lips parted I watch the stars going down In her eyes a powder blue Should you ask I'll say to you I'll take gin and rose water I'll set the fair daughter down I'll take the coat off her I'll feel it fall upon the ground As I set her down As I set her down I'll feel shivers in the middle of the night I'll keep promises to keep it right I'll make a witness in the pale moonlight She makes a night holy She pulls a needle to the thread Take your hand slowly I pull the cover from the bed 
key in the door hear her voice whisper more I'll take gin and rose water I'll lay the fair daughter down I'll take a card off her I'll feel it fall upon the ground as I set her down as I set her down Chuck McDermott, 95.9 WATD Chuck, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Chad. Have a great night. Get home safely. And you Susan Catano coming up here on the Tiny Stage next, so stay tuned for that. Saturday, November 3rd, 1955, Bobby Palmer gets his brand-new basketball backboard nailed in a place on the telephone pole directly in front of old Mrs. Borden's house. Now, way back in 55, all backboards were metal and located at the park. If you wanted your own, you made it yourself, out of wood. And Bobby's was a beauty. He was 10 years old and handy. The problem was old Mrs. Borden. You get off my lawn, young man. I'm calling the Brady Police Department. Now, you give me that big ball there. (laughs) Bobby was not about to give up that basketball. Instead, he gave it a mighty heave at the backboard. The ball hit the rim, shook loose the metal hoop that fell through the windshield of old Mrs. Borden's 49 Hudson. I'm Tiny of Tiny and Sons Glass. We come to your work or home, and we fix your windshield. Your insurance company covers it. One eight 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 six four tinies. Just call. What basketball hoop? Songwriting. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay and lay by the bay. I just made. It ain't as easy as it looks. What do you say? Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the tiny stage portion of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to local bands and musicians from right here on the South Shore into Boston and all across New England. As promised, a double feature for you tonight here on WATD. And uh, due to our scheduling conflicts, we couldn't quite get them in the studio at the exact same time. But we had uh, Chuck McDermott in just a little while ago. And right now we have the incredible Susan Catano in studio tonight. Susan, good evening. How are you? Hi, John. I am great. I'm very glad to be here. (laughs) We're glad to have you here. So um, it's been a while since you've been here last. So if you would, introduce yourself and tell us who is Susan Catano. So uh, I am from New Jersey originally, and uh, but I've been in Boston for uh, about 18 years. And I, uh, I teach songwriting at the Berklee College of Music, and I'm a touring and performing singer-songwriter in the Americana genre. And you just released one of my favorite CDs of 2017, which is called The Hammer and the Heart. Tell us about that album. Um, Thank you, John, by the way. Um, So The Hammer and the Heart, I decided that, you know, you have to go big or go home in this day and age in the music industry. And so I decided to do a double album. And um, one side of it, the hammer side is the electric side and the heart is the acoustic side. And one of the things that I've really learned... um, 
that's very, been very important to me in my community of musicians that I work with is the idea of collaboration. And so I asked uh, 41 different musicians to be on the album with me. And so I recorded it in different places with different bands, different co-writers, and it really is a, a big uh, labor of love. <laughs> I was just about to comment because uh, looking at a glance at the cover, at the, at the track listing, you see artists such as the Bottle Rockets, Marcarelli, um, Janae Halstead's on here, Dennis mm-hmm. Brennan. But if you go deeper into the album and into the liner notes, there's even more amazing musicians, especially from this area that all took part in the recording of this. Yeah, I really... Um I kind of thought, oh, I want to ask all my favorite friends to make music with me. And they all said yes. So I was extremely fortunate. We realized, I think we were counting up that we had like, you know, eight different bass players and 20 different guitarists and, you know, engineers and five different drummers. And it was really wonderful. So... We're going to play some tracks off of this album later on tonight, but um, first I want to talk about a big show um, that Chuck and I were talking about earlier that you and he are doing at the Spire in Plymouth this coming Friday night. What's happening with that? I am so excited. So um, Chuck and I are going to do a co-bill um, at the Spire Center for the Performing Arts, which is just one of the most beautiful locations, great sound. And uh, what I'm excited most about is Chuck and I are going to sing together, which is great. And we're both bringing our bands. So it's going to be a band show. And um, I love the people in my band. So that's going to be wonderful to play with them as well. Excellent. Well, we don't have the band in studio tonight, but you do have a guitar. I do have a guitar. Can we hear a song live before we go too much further? Sure. So um, one of the ones I'm going to do is a co-write that I did with um, the wonderful singer-songwriter Mark Arelli, and it's called um, The River Always Wins. All right, let's hear it. We have Susan Catania on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Dark embrace. I've seen the mills pull 
It ain't ever been the same way since For all the things they try to change I will always remain I'll be damned, but I won't give in Cause the river always wins I come down from the mountain Like judgment from on high Going home to the ocean And I don't give a damn About the dreams of man And I won't be We have Susan Catano live on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD, part of our co-bill tonight with Chuck McDermott. Uh, Susan, that was amazing. Nice job Thank on that. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us how that song was written. You did that as a co-write with Marcarelli. I did. And it's funny because we got together and um, I, I, you know, we, we were just kind of talking about ideas and, um, you know, we're both, we both have older parents now and uh, we're talking about the fact that sometimes parent the parent relationship is kind of like a rock and a river and mark said yeah and you know the river always wins <laughs> and i was like oh let's write that so we kind of started <laughs> with that title and um and it just kind of morphed from there it was pretty awesome do you find that co-writing is easier or more difficult to uh compose a song than by yourself? Than by yourself. Um, it's just kind of a, a whole different separate animal. I, I really think like, I don't think there one isn't one or one isn't easier or harder. Like sometimes you'll be writing by yourself and if um, the idea isn't coming quickly or if you have to do a lot of kind of editing and you're just not, it's not there yet, that can be frustrating. Um, or it can happen really fast. And I find the same thing with co-writing. Sometimes it takes time for an idea to kind of generate and, and reveal itself. And, you know, sometimes nothing happens. Sometimes you'll get together with somebody and you both could be in earnest and really want to make a song happen. And it's just, it's like dating. You know, sometimes it's a love connection and sometimes it's not. Very true. Yeah. So the current album is The Hammer and the Heart. Um, the album before that was, what, The Haunted Heart? Yeah, yeah, it's a theme. I can see Obviously. that. I like that. How do you think, and, and the uh, the Haunted Heart, um, if I'm remembering correctly, was more of like a contemporary bluegrass album. How do you think your songwriting and, and your your music has evolved from that album to the uh, the double album, The Hammer well, and the Heart? Well, it's interesting that you would call it a contemporary, because I'm, I'm not sure it's bluegrass. I, for me, it's more like an emotional change that happened. So Haunted Heart for me was a very, very dark album. It, I kind of explored all of the uh, the ghosts that were in my closet um, in that. And I think it was that album came out as a result of my being involved in uh, an accident where I saved someone's life. 
So it was really this like, you know, kind of, I, I, I had to express a lot of deep, dark feelings on that. And I think the awesome thing about this album is that um, I kind of came out into the light on this album. And I think this album, when you come and see a live show of mine, uh, I have songs that are kind of rocking and then I have songs that are more quiet. And the wonderful thing about The Hammer and the Heart for me as an artist is I think it more closely reflects who I am as a live performer. Well, let's give an example, Susan. Let's play a track off of The Hammer and the Heart. Which one do you want to spend first? Oh, I'd love to have you play... um, Let's do In the Grooves, which is a a co-write with uh, the wonderful Bill Kirchin. Fantastic. You've got that on Almost Famous right here on 95.9 WATD.
Susan Catano here on 95.9 WATD, a track off of her The Hammer and the Heart double album called In the Grooves. That was a cool song, Susan. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us the story behind that. How was that song written? Well, so uh, Bill and I met actually about five years ago at this big music conference called the Folk Alliance. And we were both teaching there because he was teaching Telecaster. He's the titan of the Telecaster and he is amazing and wonderful. And you should know him if your audience should know him if they don't already. And um, uh, so we started hanging out. He is the nicest person ever. And we were talking about the fact that we both love records. We both love vinyl. And uh, I kind of got inspired by that. And I wrote the lyrics for, for the song. And then we got together and worked out the music. And it really is kind of a celebration uh, of, of, you know, people that love records. So the, the lyrics are all about, like, loving vinyl. Which is something I do. I love vinyl. Right? And, and the, uh, the album, The Hammer on the Heart, which I kind of love, is especially going back to the 70s. And the band Heart is a perfect example of this. They had an album called Dog and Butterfly, where the A side is the rockin' side, the B side is the more acoustic side. Yeah. And that, I kind of got that vibe from this, where one disc is more of the, the rockin' stuff and the other disc is more of the, the storytelling Definitely. folk acoustic stuff. Definitely. Somebody that I've met fairly recently, and this is my new favorite question to ask people, and I want to ask a songwriting teacher this because I'm curious to hear mm -hmm. your answer to this, but um, a good friend of mine has recently started a music movement that she calls Let the Music Set You Free, mm. and the mission of her movement is to use music to help people break free from things that have held them back in life, and I'm wondering if that's something that music has done for you and how. Uh, well, I mean, definitely. <laughs> I mean, especially, I, I think... Uh, I, I don't even know kind of where to begin with that question because I think that, uh, you know, going back to the album before this one, um, you know, I came out of this experience of saving someone's life and had post-traumatic sp stress disorder for like six months and, or, you know, a, a, a variation of that, luckily. It wasn't long-lasting. But when I came out of it, I felt this need to be creative and to be, uh, to be expressive in a way that was truly authentic to who I am as a person. And I was able to uh, write these songs and then do the hammer and the heart in the same kind of way. It's like once you start writing authentically, really like who you are as a person, it's kind of like letting the genie out of the bottle and you can't put the genie back in the bottle. And I found that there is so much uh, creative and artistic freedom in writing authentically. Um, and I mean, I don't mean in the sense of like every single song has to be in first person, you know, about me being from New Jersey. Like I tend to disguise things in metaphor a lot of times, but I still think that there is kind of an authentic connection going on there. And so for me, music has been the great liberator. Um, I think that um, more and more as I'm, as, as I guess I get older and write more, I really think of music as this gift. I'm so lucky to be able to, to, to do this for a living and to be able to communicate this to other people and to be able to hopefully, if I'm feeling something, to be able to communicate that feeling to others through my songs. That is just, that is just a wonderful thing to be able to do in the world. Agreed. 
And uh, can we hear another example? You've got the guitar in hand again. Let's, let's hear some more music, Susan. What All you, right. What, what so, are you going to share with us so, next? So, well, speaking of Bill Kirchin, I wanted to do the other co-write that we had. And Bill and I realized as we, we wrote in the grooves, then we had time. So we're like, let's write another one. And um, we, um, we both realized that we have been married not to each other, but to, to other people for a really long time. And I've been, I'm coming up on 25 years. Congratulations. Thank you. We and love Dino. We do love Dino. And he is like at 56, I think, with his wife, 56 years together. And there are a lot of songs about new love and the heartache or the passion of new love. And this is a, a different kind of song. So here you go. That's the main attraction out here in the yard On the very last of our lawn chair days Leaning back to taking all the stars Feels like heaven's coming down to this Just lovers in the night Nothing more Nothing less That's what's left When love goes right All the love that's come to stay In this old house You see it hanging in the picture in the hall We made it through the hard times and a thousand tears Cause a thousand kisses made it worth it all Feels like heaven's coming down to this Just lovers in the night That's what's left when love goes right It's the same face across the kitchen table And it's the same moon hanging in the sky But when you wear your ears together It's something beautiful Perfect way your hand fits into mine When all our worldly cares have been put away And it's almost time to turn in for the night We'll hold each other in the quiet dark as the beating of our hearts is keeping time And heaven will come down to this 
just lovers in the night Nothing more, nothing less That's what's left when love goes right That's what's left when love goes Susan Catano on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Very nice. Thank you. Let's talk about this big show happening on Friday night. You and Chuck McDermott. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Me too, especially because I, uh, I'm i going to get to bring the six other people that are in my band who are just amazing. And it's Andrew Jones on drums, Richard Gates on bass, Michael Bean, who plays every single stringed instrument known to man. So he's on like electric guitar and mandolin and dobro and lap steel and pedal steel, I think that covers it. And he sings harmony. And then I have Jamie Walker, who's from the Swinging Stakes, who is playing lead guitar and also sings harmony. And Jimmy Ryan, who's playing mandolin and also sings harmony. And Renee Dupuis, who is going to be on keys and vocals, and she sings harmony. So it's just going to be, they're so good. They're so good. And uh, you know, when I when I let them go and they solo, it's kind of magical and amazing. So that's incredible. I'm I love very it. Excited. Let's do another one off of the Hammer and the Heart. Which one do you want to play next? <gasps> I totally want to play the song "Dry." And this was uh, I wrote the song and I brought in uh, the great Dennis Brennan to sing a duet with me on this. And truth be told, he nailed this song in one take. Excellent. Let's hear it. 95.9 WATD. We have Susan Catano on the tiny stage. You shut the door I shut my eyes you don't want to talk And I don't want to fight I shut my eyes We fake a smile So polite Put on a show but nothing makes us right We fake a smile
other We've come apart We came as lovers That's who we were, not who we are We've come apart Come apart Susan Catano with the track off of her latest release, The Hammer and the Heart. It's called Dry, singing there with Dennis Brennan. That was cool. Thank you. Yeah. Very nice. So, Susan, we are almost out of time. I want to give the big show another plug, though. Friday night, The Spire in Plymouth. What's happening? Friday night, it's going to be Chuck McDermott, who is with was with a band called Wheat Straw, which was rather famous. And he and I will be doing a co-bill, uh, both with our bands, and it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful night of Americana music. Looking forward to hearing it. The new album, The Hammer and the Heart, and your website, where is this available? So um, I, you can find me at susanmusic.com. How is that? How is how cool is that? Very simple. I'm like, I like share. that. You just need the name susanmusic.com. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are out of time. We have time for one last song before we patch, uh, pass the torch over to Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues. What are you taking us to 10 o'clock with? All right. So uh, 2017 was a pretty rough year for me. I had a big accident, fell down the stairs, broke a lot of bones. And I felt like I needed to have a manifesto for the fact that there's nothing like a good accident to make you realize what's important in the world. And this is my song in response to that. 
All right, Susan, thank you so much for coming down to the South Shore. Good luck on Friday night, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, John. Thanks right. so much for having of me. Of course. The heart beats louder than the dollar Shines light in a world gone darker Draws joy in permanent marker Work hard But love harder Father time's got a job to do Punches in his time card And he's coming for you You pray to St. Joe for that nine to five Should be praying to St. Valentine. Oh, the heart beats louder than the dollar, shines a light in a world gone darker, draws joy in permanent marker. Work hard, but love harder, hug your kids and call. Make you smarter Take your 